We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Colts Nation, and welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice, your guys. Cody and Derek here, back for another episode. Guys, we are continuing in our series looking at every single position group on the Indianapolis Colts. We already did the entire offense. We just recently finished doing the defensive line. Today, guys, we are going to do the linebackers. We're going to look at the linebackers. So there's a couple names here that are going to be interesting guys. I know the Colts Seems like they added a lot of guys in undrafted free agency this year. We'll talk about each guy. Talk about, obviously, the couple starters and a couple key role players as well. But, Derek, we're almost done with this series, man. It's been a lot of fun just being able to you know, look at every position and talk about every position because I feel like we don't get the opportunity all the time or people don't think about necessarily all these different players in these certain positions. So very excited that we're able to jump into this. So let's jump right in. To the linebackers, start with your two obvious starters, the middle linebacker, Bobby Okereke, and the weak side linebacker, Darius Leonard. Those are your two starters there. Right now, the Colts do also have Zaire Franklin as kind of that other linebacker, if you will. Um, But the two incumbent starters from last year, nothing changes there with Okereke and Darius Leonard. Talk to me about these two linebackers. Well, I mean, if you're looking at it from the standpoint of your starting linebackers, who gives you the best unit? I mean, people have been talking about, you know, this group being potentially the best linebacker unit in the entire NFL. And it all really starts with your anchor, and that is Darius Leonard. I mean, what more can you say about the maniac? You know, I was talking with Lawrence earlier today about him. I mean, this guy has had 28 turnovers forced in his first four years. Now, I don't think there's been a a linebacker in Colts history that has forced that many turnovers in their career ever. And Darius Leonard has done that in four seasons. And he's up there with like the all-time greats as basically committing more than double the amount of turnovers that some greats had in their first four years. So, I mean, it just goes to show you from a statistical standpoint the level that Darius Leonard is on. I mean, there is not a single linebacker in the NFL that can keep up with Darius Leonard statistically from a tackles to forced turnover standpoint. So what you get from Darius Leonard is just massive production. 
right? And we've talked about it this offseason when we've been asking ourselves, you know, these last few years, Darius has been pl- doing all of this, playing with a bum ankle half the time. And we talked about his offseason surgery that he had, went and had back surgery just about a month and a half ago at this point, and stated that the back surgery actually is helping to relieve pressure from a pinched nerve that was messing with his ankle. And so uh, apparently, you know, he said he was making great progress, said that things are going smoothly. There's the optimism that he will be ready for training camp when it starts this week. Uh, We'll have to obviously learn more about that because there hasn't been a, we haven't seen the PUP list or anything that won't uh, come out until the, uh, till training camp actually starts this week. And if he's on that list and obviously we know it's going to be a little bit until we see him, but if he's not on that list, then that means we're going to see Darius Leonard right off the bat for training camp, which is a great sign. I, I just go back and forth and say, Cody, like if Darius has been doing all this with basically a bad ankle, I mean, just imagine when this guy gets near a hundred percent, if his production gets even better. Yeah. I'm very excited to see him and obviously Bobby O'Karake as well. It's been cool to see his kind of ascension the last couple of years, because obviously Uh when he came in as a rookie, he had stiff competition with Anthony Walker at that Mike linebacker. So we didn't see, you know, a hundred percent of those middle linebacker snaps. You know, he kind of was, you know, more that third linebacker in this Indianapolis Colts linebacker room. And, and now that, you know, Walker, you know, they let him go a couple off seasons ago now. And, you know, and Okereke really, I think, has proven that the Colts were wise in giving him more snaps and giving him that role because, you know, this season, you know, he started off this last season, started off not the greatest, honestly. It wasn't the greatest start for him, but he really started to turn things around, especially the second half of the season. You mentioned it in another video, you know, he led the Colts in tackles last year. And, uh, you know, it seems like he just kind of ascended even higher um, into a, you know, really good linebacker, a really solid Mike linebacker for the Colts. Um, honestly, one of their better Mike linebackers they've had in the last decade or two, um, which is crazy to say. Um, but, you know, I really feel like he has been um, really, really solid for the Colts ever oh, yeah. since he got drafted in that third round out of Stanford in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, we all talk about that 2019 draft and look at cu- a couple of guys that haven't really made an impact like the Ben Banigus and the Paris Campbell for different reasons. But Okereke has been probably, honestly, the, Derek, the best pick out of any of those guys mm-hmm. in that 2019 draft. Um, he's been so solid. He's, you know, he's always seems like he's made an impact and he's always been on the field ever since coming out of college. So uh, I really love what Okereke has done with the Colts. I do think obviously he can improve as everybody can. Um, but I really was encouraged by his progress last year. What are your thoughts on Okereke? Yeah. I mean, you mentioned it, the progress that he has made from his first, from his rookie year to being where he's at now. I mean, 2020 was definitely a down year for him. You know, he had to to pick up a little bit of slack for, you know, Darius had to miss a couple games that year. And Darius also started having those ankle problems. So Okereke really had to step up in a time when they didn't really have a clear backup direction there at linebacker. And then this last year, you know, just went out and led the team in in tackles. And, you know, that's definitely, that's normally a Darius Leonard thing. But Bobby was all over the field last year. And and that's a great thing to hear that your Mike linebacker is taking more of that uh, assertiveness role and 
getting those tackles for your guys who allow Darius Leonard to do what he does best, which is roam the field and create those turnovers that he's so known for, right? And Okereke and Leonard are a great combination. Leonard is the turnover guy, and Bobby is becoming more of the enforcer in the run game. And and even in the pass game, Okereke had a couple of decent uh, plays in pass coverage this last year. You know, we saw him really get better at that uh, this year versus in 2020. So I thought Okereke really did take a giant leap from his second year in the league to that third year last year. And you really hope that if he continues to improve the way he is, then it's clear that Darius Leonard and Bobby Okereke are the best linebacker duo in the NFL. And it wouldn't even be close. Absolutely. I think those two, you could argue, yeah, you know, put them up against any linebacker, top two linebacker duo. They're right up there in that conversation for sure. Um, so really good starting two there for the Colts. But I really feel like, and this may be a little controversial for some people, but I really do feel like you know, when it comes to the two backups the Colts have behind them, I feel like both these guys, um, and Zaire Franklin and obviously EJ Speed as well, I feel like both these guys have stepped up when they've been needed, especially last year. They really stepped in, and honestly, the Colts linebackers didn't suffer that much. The defense didn't really suffer that much, as much as maybe a lot of people thought the drop-off would be. I felt like in spurts, they played pretty well. So what are your thoughts on kind of the two key reserve guys the Colts have? Yeah, I mean, you're looking at Zaire Franklin and EJ Speed. EJ clearly has the more athletic uh, potential in him than somebody like a Zaire Franklin. Franklin is a captain, though. You know, so it's great that you have a guy who's your third linebacker that does sometimes come in that is a leader of the locker room. Like, I know it's on special teams, but he is a leader. He's been promoted as captain by his peers right so there's not a there's not a feeling of Zaire Franklin comes out there if if need be for an injury and people don't respect him no he is respected amongst that group doesn't matter if he's the backup or not and then for EJ Speed again had nine tackles in that Arizona Cardinals game when him and Zaire were the ones that had to take over because Bobby ended up uh, getting hurt and because Darius Leonard ended up having COVID. So really, I, I agree with you. This backup unit, it's not bad. And I hate that people keep talking about it. I said it, and this might be a hot take, but I don't care. EJ Speed is better than 10%, at least 10% of the starting linebackers in the NFL right now. I'm not joking. I believe that firmly. This guy with no experience, goes out on a primetime game in December, plays on the road at Arizona, playing one of the most dynamic quarterbacks in, in the NFL and Kyler Murray, and really was one of the biggest components to shutting down that offense, okay? He did that with that defense depleted, dude, and went and just got himself a 10-tackle game. Like, that's impressive. And EJ Speed, not to mention what he does on special teams, we've seen it all the time. Getting those getting those touchdowns on special teams from those block punts and everything else going on. I mean, he is a guy that has unlimited potential. It is not every day that you see a six foot four, two hundred and thirty pound linebacker that can run the way he does and has the measurables that he does. I mean, it's literally like Darius Leonard but on steroids, and that's that's scary to think about from an athletic standpoint. 
I mean, EJ's speed is faster than Darius. He's longer than Darius. Just ultimately, Darius is just the more complete linebacker at this point. But EJ speed in a few, and I think in two years, EJ speed, I don't think is going to be on this roster. That's how good I think he is, is that somebody is going to give him a contract that we're not going to be able to match. And he's going to go ball for another team. That's how confident I am in EJ speed. And Zaire, like you said, he's a, he's a captain in the middle, does his job, doesn't allow ginormous plays when he's out there. Could be a little bit better in the pass coverage thing, but that's how that's normally a, a problem for backup linebackers anyway. But nevertheless, he is a leader when he's out there. So this backup unit, you said, is very serviceable. And, and I love it that we're in that situation. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but beyond that, Derek, there's really like not a ton of experience. I mean, you could throw on maybe a guy like Brandon King, who was another special teams guy the Colts brought in, was with New England you know, last year. So he knows Bubba Bud and Ventrone. He has that relationship with him. Um, you got a couple undrafted rookies, Sterling Weatherford, uh, Jojo Doman, uh, James Skolaski. I can't even pronounce some of these. Skolaski, I think. I don't even it's, know. But it's anyway, Skolaski. It's Skolaski. Skolaski. James Skolaski, you have as well um so you know you have some guys who actually were pretty big impact players on their team um first off i guess talk to me about especially these three undrafted rookies what you kind of know about them and then how many linebackers you think the colts will keep and who those guys might be well i can tell you right off the bat i do not know much about sterling weatherford i know a couple guys uh, especially i think rashad from the blue stable said that he thinks weatherford's gonna light it up at training camp i hope that that's true uh i know jojo uh doman uh has definitely been uh has been a impact player i mean you saw at the draft he was supposed to be drafted in the fourth round and then fell all the way as an undrafted free agent is kind of a similar situation to, you know, a Justin Ross sort of thing. He dealt with some injuries and, you know, he's kind of undersized for his position too. But, you know, Indianapolis is no, uh, is no stranger to taking guys that are smaller for their position. I mean, Darius Leonard was the same way. So there really isn't much to worry about with that. Definitely very interesting. I'm curious to see how his game develops with, the next level and James Skalski from Clemson. If anyone remembers back to, I think it was the 2020 or 2021 college football playoff when he played at Clemson and was facing Ohio state. He was the guy that I think broke Justin Fields ribs during that game because he, you know, just put his helmet straight into his ribs and ended up getting, uh, penalized for that and got ejected from the game for a targeting. That was one of the things that many people remember him by if they're not a Clemson fan, but I can tell you Clemson fans have a deep respect for Skalski. He is a leader. He is a, he was a captain. He was the driving factor on that defense. What, what Zaire Franklin and Darius Leonard are for the defense. That's what Skalski was for that Clemson team. He was the driving force. He was the do-it-all, show it, and put it on the field every single play. That kid has a relentless motor. I'm curious to see how his game will translate as well. I don't know how great he is in pass coverage. I do know he is a phenomenal tackler, and he is a guy that definitely picks up on things really well. He's very coachable, 
So that's definitely something to keep an eye out for. Definitely some very high coachable guys that are undrafted free agents here. And it, it will be interesting to see if any of these guys crack the roster because I think we'll keep five. But at the end of the day, like you said, it might just come down to special teams. And Brandon King been, been in the league for so long that, you know, he'd probably get the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Yeah, we shall see. I mean, there's a lot of talent back there, unquestionably. Uh, you know, I am interested in Doman, especially. You know, you mentioned he was supposed to be a mid-round linebacker, and the fact that you got him so far, you know, down where he didn't even get drafted, and you just were able to bring him in, I think he could make an impact right away. The question is, I think ultimately with these guys, is like, can they play special teams? You know, are they guys that can either have played special teams or can learn to play special teams? I mean, we say this about every position, right? Especially in the back end of the roster. You have to play special teams if you want, you know, if you want to make the final 53 man yeah. and you're vying for one of those last spots on the roster, you have to do that. Yes. So if these guys can, I think they have an opportunity to do it because I do think, obviously, with all these undrafted guys, their ceiling as a linebacker is bigger than a Brandon King type of player, you know, but King is a really good special teams player. So I can see a scenario where the Colts keep, you know, their last three linebackers are really, really good, you know, special teams guys for them and they play big roles, pivotal roles on them as opposed to a guy that, you know, is on the back end of the roster, but really doesn't contribute in any way. So we'll see on this, but it's going to be interesting to keep an eye on some of those undrafted guys, you know, in the back end of the roster and see if they do make some noise and maybe do, you know, earn some, you know, playing time in the preseason and things like that. And maybe they do, you know, beat out, you know, some of these other reserve linebackers as well. We'll see, but that'll do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let us know your thoughts on the linebacker position. Uh, it's going to be an interesting battle for a couple of these back-end positions especially. But uh, let us know your thoughts in the comments below. That'll do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, guys, go Colts. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.